Happy Monday, everybody. This is Mary Clark. Welcome to my podcast, Mother Mary Monday. Every Monday, I'll share discovery stories, life lessons, and encourage you to seek and find your best you. So I was thinking this weekend about, although lots of, lots of things have changed, obviously, in some ways, hang with me here a minute, nothing's really changed. In the sense of those things that matter most haven't changed. It's just that things are, are in our face now. But fundamentally, at the end of the day, whether we're in quarantine or out of quarantine, we still decide. We still decide. One of my favorite quotes is from Mary Oliver. Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? So I was thinking about this quarantine and the adjustments that we've had to make. And we can reset. Uh, This weekend, I participated in something which I'll be sharing. And one of the terms I kept using is pivot. And I feel like in our life, Jeff and I, we have had a pivot. We're like, hey, okay, models aren't traveling. Um, We're not busy in that way. What can we do with what we have? And not only this podcast, but other things that we're doing um, is a bit of a pivot. Are you doing all you can with the time that you have right now? That's the fundamental question. So today I was FaceTiming with Tiana. One of my most favorite fun things throughout the week is connecting with our kids um, and grandbabies through FaceTime and phone calls. And um, I was talking to her, my allergies are I don't know if your allergies are bad right now, but my allergies are crazy town. Um, so I'm a little, I'm a little puffy. I feel like um, I can't remember the character. I think it was Dana Carvey. What was that movie, Jeffy? When he has the bad allergic reaction. Anyway, I'm, I'm deviating. Um, so I was FaceTiming with uh, Tiana and talking with her about how at this point, everybody's kind of approaching quarantine in a different way, which honestly, I don't understand. Uh, I was thinking about how when people talk about how fame and money can amplify or unmask who somebody really is, I feel like the quarantine is doing the same thing. It kind of shows your priorities um, one way or another. There's some people who are treating the quarantine, in my opinion, like a vacation, which maybe that's kind of how you view life is just floating through and doing what you can do. Um, for me, I can't help but have this be more than that. Then there's some people who are so focused on how it's inconveniencing them. And Yes, it's different for everyone, but at the end of the day, when you think about why we're doing it and we're doing it for the totality of humankind and trying to protect and keep as many people safe and healthy as possible, I don't understand how you can view it in that way. And earlier today, um, as we were prepping, we love Gary Vee. We've been following for him forever. I've read his books. We've actually had one-on-one time with him. And I, we both appreciate his, 
candor, his uh, very direct way of communicating. Uh, and he was talking with somebody today, and they were talking about how are we going to adjust to this, and and how is this going to unfold? And I love that he said, guess what? We're already this many weeks in. We're adjusting. It's happening. We're, we're being forced into it. And either you adjust and make the most of it, or you adjust and make the worst of it, which I'm a glass half full kind of girl. So naturally, I'm just trying to look at every way to use this time for better things. And coming back to the beginning topic, that's just life. That's that's always. That's out of quarantine. That's in quarantine. It's choosing what you're going to do with your wild and precious life or complaining about what isn't working. It's everything in between. And it was really interesting because part of, he had multiple conversations. It's a call-in type show. What is it called, Jeffy? It's like Tea with Gary Vee. So we're watching that and listening to it. And he had another conversation with a younger girl, well, a young woman, she's in her early 20s, talking about her desires and what she wants to do and how her parents don't understand it. And of course, he's encouraging her to follow her path and that it's really important. And um, at the end of it, he kind of had this great conversation back and forth with her. And he said to her, I really think you're, I think you're going to do this. I think you're going to, I think you're going to do well. He said, I think you're going to win. And then he said this, which I had to stop and write it down, put it into my phone to have it become part of this podcast. He said, it's not when you win, it's how you will win. And we've seen people win. I've seen people win and climb all over people to get there. I've seen people win and forget how they got there. I've seen people win financially and in other ways, but at what cost? I had a really interesting conversation with our son-in-law um, just about that very thing. And I'm like, at the end of the day, it's how you do something. It's how you approach this quarantine. It's how you decide um, what you do with your time. And that is a universal thing that will be until the end of time. And to me, I don't understand not wanting to just make the most of it. And if being in the midst of a pandemic does not make you stop and think what matters in this life and how am I going to become more proactive in my life and make the most of the day that I've been given, because out of pandemic or in pandemic, we don't know how much time we have. So why not grab a hold of this precious life and do the most that you can? Uh, this weekend on Saturday, I spent uh, participating in a virtual conference. This is now the second virtual conference that I've done within this quarantine. This was with Rachel Hollis. I don't know if you've heard of her before, but she is a best-selling author, Girl Wash Your Face. They do these conferences called Rise. Perfect example, they're an event company and they're planning their events for 2020. And 
a global pandemic happened. So what did they do? They pivoted. They're like, hey, the beautiful thing about technology, let's do a virtual conference. And so literally I sat in my home on Saturday, participated from nine o'clock in the morning until six o'clock, got to hear some of my most favorite speakers, felt so inspired. Um, I'm going to listen to it again. I'm going to watch it again because I, I, you know, I feel like you can learn more every time you listen, uh, took great notes. And here is some of the things that really stood out to me. A few of my takeaways, which line up completely with what I'm talking about. Rachel had three different sessions, but one of them, she was talking about leadership and a life of service and being a servant leader, which sometimes contradicts with the, with um, what our culture talks about. It's like, how are you going to win? Are you going to win? Or are you going to really win? Because when you really win, you do it in the service of others. She talked about three ways to be a great servant leader. Number one, listen and practice empathy. I mean, taking the time to listen. Everyone's talking so much, but taking the time to listen and be empathetic to the person that you're talking to. Number two, create hope. In every way, look at how you can create hope. I also started um, following this great author, and they've created this this cool thing called Called Creatives. I'm super excited to learn more and and. Uh, they were assessing kind of where your skill set was. And I realized that I'm an encourager. That's how God made me. And I feel it's my job in life to encourage. But first, I have to encourage myself. And I think the more that we think in that way, the more we can become a leader in a more powerful way. Number three, use your strength to meet the needs of others. We all have our jobs in life. We all have our roles in life. But when you look at being focused on the needs of others, to me, that's way more successful than any um, any celebrity place that you can be. Because it's not how you win. It's how you, it's not that you win. It's how you win. Another speaker that was really great, Donald Miller. I'd read one of his books before, Building a Story Brand. Um, I heard him speak about kind of the four different things that somebody, a category that people fall into. And I thought it was powerful, so I want to share it. He said, you can be a victim. Um, Some people make their whole life, spend their whole life being a victim of circumstance. He said, a victim never transforms. They get rescued, but they never take responsibility for their life. A villain that person that's an antagonist that's always kind of looking at the negative but is never really in that leadership role. Number three, a hero. Uh, A hero runs towards the glimmer of life that will work out. They take action and they have courage. And we're learning the definition of hero in our lives have changed dramatically. And I think that a life of service is really what a a true hero is. And lastly, a guide. I loved this part. He said, a guide helps others win. He he interviewed one of the top coaches in the country, who's not my favorite coach, by the way. But when I heard what he said, I was like, okay, I think he's, I don't, I take back every bad thought that I ever had about this coach. He 
talked about this coach and then he interviewed him and he said that the coach said that winning was great. He He's won so many national titles, but he said, but it wasn't until he started helping other people win that he found the joy in his life. Guys, you know, this is a not necessarily super fun time, um, but there can't, you can find joy and fun in it. Um, but I do think that the good that's come out of it is the opportunity to reset, to pivot, to take where you are in your life today and figure out how to make it better in the service of others or giving, um, I have a little flip calendar that every day there's a, a, a little quote. So today's May 4th, and it said today, God-sized dreamers know that they don't have to work harder and strive to earn more of God's love. Instead, they rest in it. They draw life from it. They let it be the fuel for their dreams and all that they do. If we take this quarantine time and use it as fuel to find better ways to live our life. We're not on this treadmill pattern. We've been forced to stop and reset. Um, I find myself a million times throughout the day thinking of everybody on the front line, police officers, the, the people at the grocery stores, the, everybody who has continued their life, the people that drop off the packages at our house, you, you, you appreciate so much more other people. But I also think it's important for you to take the time to really reassess you and how you can use this wild and precious life and Maybe there's a dream that you've set on hold. Maybe there's a way that you've wanted to, to build out something. For me, it's gotten me back to my writing. It's gotten me back to a love project that we've wanted to do forever. It's had us reassess really everything that we do. And I think the value, don't waste this time. Don't make it a permanent vacation. And don't make it a thing that is a constant complaint. Make the most of it. I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you next Monday.